When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Football. All right, welcome in to Purple Daily, where today we're going to dive into Adam Shine. Adam Shine has put together a list of teams of the decade. That's right. For 2020 through 2029. Should the Vikings be considered on that list? We'll dive in here, but let's talk about Federated Mutual Insurance Company. Federated wants to express their gratitude for you guys, you business owners out there. A lot of changes right now in the state of Minnesota, changes that have already taken place to some businesses and restrictions being lifted and more to come here in the next 10 days or so. So if you need anything from help with written pandemic policies to communication to employees and other resources as you get back rolling, federatedinsurance.com is a great place for those trusted resources. You can also call your local federated marketing representative as well. At Federated Mutual Insurance Company, it is our business to protect yours. All right. Purple Daily, Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff here. Thanks to everyone for subscribing to our YouTube channel. If you're listening to this via podcast, it's just youtube.com slash score north where you get daily Vikings content in your feed from a guy, just to clarify, because there were some comments in our comment section wondering, wait, were you guys joking about that Adam Thielen thing the other day? Like, do you guys really not know he's from Minnesota? We were being sarcastic. Judd is 50 years old, has lived in the state of Minnesota for 50 years, covered the Vikings for 15 years. I covered the Vikings. I am 35 years old. We are lifelong Minnesota sports people for the uh, for the new viewers on YouTube. Just to clarify, like we were being sarcastic. <laughs> I, and I can't believe I have to clarify that, but. Here we are. So Thielen is from here. He's from then. Minnesota. I, I also so did find that out. Covered Adam Thielen's senior year when I was a sophomore at St. Cloud State. So I, I definitely. Why didn't you tell Thielen. us this before then? I'm sorry. Dude, I'm sorry. On. Like, come dude, on, you did. You covered him. You knew about this, and you didn't share it. Do you realize how much the Mavericks kicked the Huskies' butt in Division <laughs> Two football? Okay, I didn't want to talk about it. <laughs> well, yeah. Huskies aren't going to have to concern themselves with football any longer, Thanks, Declan. Jeff. So, it. man, R.I.P. Sorry, Dex. R.I.P. Uh, at least you still have the red carpet. Wait, nope. No, that's still there. No, the red oh, carpet didn't burn down. That's the one that burned down. The press burned down. The press, the press okay. is gone. Well, yeah, okay. burned down on purpose, yeah. turned out. Uh-huh. That's a whole story right there. So, all right, gentlemen, on NFL.com right now, there is an article entitled, The NFL's Next Great Dynasty, and it's Adam Shine. Adam Shine, breaking it down. He's got 10 teams. I'm just going to speed through them. Let's see if the Vikings are on this list. All right. All right. Kansas City Chiefs, number one candidate to be the next dynasty or the team of the 2020s. 
He's got the Baltimore Ravens number two, the San Francisco 49ers number three, Dallas Cowboys, Philadelphia Eagles, the Buffalo Bills, the Chargers, the Titans, and the Browns. So he has nine teams on this list. Yeah, I don't no know why, Vikings. I don't know why he stopped at nine and just didn't throw in the 10th team, but whatever. Okay, can I start with, like, I don't necessarily think the Vikings should be the lead candidate to be the team of the 2020s, and we'll go through, like, the various other teams of decades and whatnot, but you cannot put the Cleveland Browns on this list. Like, the Cleveland Browns have been the biggest joke in the NFL since 1999. The young quarterback they just drafted has been a joke as a leader, the guy comes in and can't complete 60% of his passes. Like, he might get better. Yep. Kevin Stefanski, I think, is going to do what he can as head coach. Sure. You can't possibly put them on a list of nine ahead of the Vikings to be the next team of the decade. I just, I, I, like, I flushed this article away by having the Browns number nine. Why do you, why do, why are we going with nine teams? Like, there's not nine teams that are going to be. If if you are going to try and, and identify the uh, the potential team of the upcoming decade, and there might not be one, okay. But if you're going to say, let's go get the Patriots' successor, and who's that going to be? Like, keep it at five teams, probably. Right? There's probably five teams. I think Kansas City's very fair. I think Kansas City. I have n- no idea if their luck is going to uh, change completely and they're, they're now going to start to win multiple championships, but the quarterback certainly gives them that opportunity, right? Yep, yep. Baltimore, incredibly well-run franchise, right? So yeah, totally and, get that. And like Baltimore, Baltimore hasn't been the team of the decade before, but Baltimore always has a good base of, of leadership, ownership, coaching. Quality, you know. stability, right? Yep. yep. Uh, so Baltimore, very fair team in the second spot. And then it gets a little bit debatable, but it's not nine teams deep. And do I think that the Vikings belong on this list? And let's say it stopped at five teams because nine is just stupid. Uh, let's say it stopped at five teams. Would I put the Vikings on that list of five with the current quarterback situation, the coach being what now, 62, 63? I probably would not. But, yeah. but where I will give the Vikings credit is this. They have been, and I think, unless things change drastically, are going to continue to be a very stable franchise. So could they pop up? Absolutely. Yeah. But let's just start the list off with the realistic teams that probably, that if there is an opportunity to be that team that, like the Patriots, dominates a 10-year or more, in the Patriots' case, period. You know, let's make it realistic. Nine teams is not. Yeah, nine's aggressive. I, You know, the first thing that I thought of was, all right, let's go back and look at What's the DNA of all the other teams of the decade? And then two parts off of that. Do the Vikings have a chance to fit that DNA for the next decade? And which teams, in addition to the Vikings or not, which teams are most likely? So tell me if I'm wrong on this, but I think the team of the 50s, the team of the, the team of the fifties was the Browns, I think, but the team of the sixties was the Packers with Vince Lombardi, right? Yeah. Yes. Uh, multiple NFL championships and two Super Bowl championships. The Pittsburgh Steelers, with four championships in the 70s, have to be considered the team of the decade then. Mm-hmm. The San Francisco 49ers, with I think it was four championships, maybe three technically, uh, in the 1990s or in the 1980s. Mm-hmm. The Dallas Cowboys, team of the 90s, dominance in the early part of the decade. Just, and then they were good. Yeah. They were like a playoff team in the back half, but nobody else was great enough during that period to surpass the Cowboys. So the Cowboys, the team of the 90s. 
And then I've got the New England Patriots as the team of the 2000s and the 2010s. That's fair. Yeah, Brady. Because just ridiculous. Brady years, yes. And so when you look to reverse engineer it, okay, what does what, what does the DNA of those franchises look like and who has a chance to match it? Well, I think there are three main categories here. Great coach, great quarterback, Hall of Fame coach slash quarterback in most cases, and good to great defenses in most cases for all of those other teams of the decades. With the coaches, you had Vince Lombardi, Chuck Knoll, Bill Walsh, Jimmy Johnson, and Bill Belichick. I believe all five of those guys are Hall of Fame coaches. Uh, Great quarterbacks, Bart Starr. Terry Bradshaw, Joe Montana, Troy Aikman, Tom Brady, all five of those guys are Hall of Famers. So you got Hall of Fame coach, Hall of Fame quarterback, and then good to great defenses. <sighs> Mike Zimmer to this point, like obviously some of this is chicken or the egg. Like if the Vikings were to win a Super Bowl, Mike Zimmer then becomes part of the conversation for great coaches. Like he'd be on a different level and Kirk Cousins the same way. I just don't, I don't see Kirk Cousins at all on the level of Tom Brady, Troy Aikman, you know, Bart no, Starr for his era. Yeah. So do you have enough in the coach category or the defense category to sustain to be the team of the decade? The current the current age of coach is tough. Structure of how things are with the Vikings right now does not lead you to believe that they could be that team. How their run might and if they get the right quarterback might and mm-hmm. if the replacement for Zimmer is the right guy might. I'm not putting it past the Vikings to be a very good team because I think for the most part they've been a very competently run franchise. But right now, with the components that they have in place, could this team pop up? Could this current version of this team pop up for five to ten years? Absolutely not, I don't think. Here's my question, though. Is this exercise, and I do like the Chiefs a lot, but is this exercise one that is going to find for a ten-year period that this team does not exist? That that the championships are going to be split. The Kansas City, the Kansas Cities, and Baltimore's, and teams that certainly qualify for playoffs on a consistent basis might even stay in those patterns given their personnel and coaching. But that we are going to look now at a ten-year period that's not going to have that dominance. That's not going to have a champ. You know, a three-time Super Bowl champion. See, I would say just based on NFL history, a team will pop up and win three championships. I think. Every decade has had a team win three Super Bowls, right? Maybe the, actually the 2010s. The Patriots won three of them. I'd have to go like I think. The, I think the Patriots had three and three, three in the in the early part. But it's it's very rare, if if not flat out, not if it might just be non-existent to find a decade in which there isn't a team that uh, doesn't win at least three championships. So if we start with that parameter, who, which team right now as we go into this decade is most likely to win three Super Bowls over the next 10 years? Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes. I agree with Adam Schein. Is Andy Reid, though, is he going to be around as Chiefs coach? Not, not to wish bad luck on him, but just because Did of just age. Kill off Andy Reid? Because of age. Well, I was, I was being very, very careful not to try to say, and it came out wrong, that he might die on the job. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but could Andy Kool-Aid Reid. Guy. But is he going to be on the sideline coaching as opposed to, let's say, on a couch retired uh, by the time we get to 2025? I think Andy Reid, like, Put it this way, Andy Reid at the end of his young man. Well, he's he's not that old either. He's only he's in his early sixties. And keep in mind, Andy Reid at the end of his Philadelphia run was as unhealthy, was as stressed out, (laughs) had family problems. Okay, and instead of like taking a couple steps back and maybe sitting out a couple years, he jumped right into a Chiefs job. I think Andy Reid has 
I think that dude, you know, if health allows, I think Andy Reid coaches at least until he's 70 years old. That dude is a lifer. He's okay. a great coach. Um, they're for sure going to get, if he wants it, five more years out of Andy Reid plus Pat Mahomes, and that might be enough to win two more Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. So that's the team that makes the most sense. Then is there another team like look at the quarterbacks who do, like like Aaron Rodgers is too old. To I be, got a question for you. How good, in your opinion, is Lamar Jackson? I don't know yet. Like, I need to see one more season of him because if, he's if he what, does this, if he does this for ten years, yeah, then you're in great shape. Yes, but, but is it, he the? But is he? Is he the guy that we saw in 2019 for the next 10 years, or do defenses adjust to him a little bit? And, you know, he's still good, but maybe not as dominant as he looked last season. Yeah, it is it is so hard to say. Like, it is obviously his mobility is what puts him above a lot of the other quarterbacks. If there's a way to corral that mobility or if an injury takes place, you know, when you're that reliant on your legs as a quarterback, it can be tough. Now, Russell Wilson's been reliant on his legs, mostly staying behind the line of scrimmage and, and keeping plays alive so he can throw a ball 15 yards down the field. Uh, I would, I would, Russell Wilson's only 31. I would put Russell Wilson higher up on the list of like most likely to lead a team of the decade in the 2020s than Lamar Jackson, even though there's a 10 year, well, eight year age gap. Mm-hmm. Cause I think Russell Wilson can play until he's 38 or 39 and he's, and he can, you know, he's a pocket passer when he wants to be. So. I would say the, the the Seahawks should probably be on this list, and maybe Pete Carroll because he's old retires at some point. But when you have Russell Wilson for another eight years, if they don't oh, trade he him quits, or something, but my guy Reed doesn't, huh? I think Pete, isn't Pete Carroll older? I think yes, yeah. I think Pete Carroll's older. Yeah, just give me a hard time. Okay, just seem like fun. I mean, he's less likely to. Well, you know, you don't know that, man. Over, is that what Andy Reid might have great <laughs> genetics. For all I know, it's genetics. It's all about genetics. Um the other one that I, I mean, I think Deshaun Watson's going to be amazing for the next decade. I think Bill O'Brien's a doofus, so yeah. it's, it's hard to say Houston. They just traded a great player. And, you know, just back to the Vikings for a second. The Vikings have a really good situation at quarterback, a really good situation at coach, and they have a really good front office. I don't know if I would put them in the elite category in any of those. Like, I wouldn't put Mike Zimmer as, like, a top three coach in the NFL. I think he's a top ten coach. I think Kirk Cousins is a top 10 quarterback. I don't think he's a top three or five quarterback. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're looking at teams that will likely be sustainably good based on history, the Minnesota Vikings will be good for the next decade. I don't know if they have enough in the tank to be the team of the decade. Which is the maddening thing about the Vikings historically, right? Because, you know what, if they were the Wolves and they just weren't well run for the most part, and we could and we could lament their lack of success, but also start every year with, yeah, but they're not that good. Yeah, It's almost easier. That's the thing is, the Vikings have, as Brett Favre once said, the pieces are in place for this franchise, if they do things right, to be extremely successful. It is basically probably a miracle that they don't have a Super Bowl championship. It is. I, I, it makes it's, no, it probably makes no sense. They are one of the greatest franchises in American pro sports history to not have a championship. So so the Vikings are a team that you can't sit there and say, ah, just dismiss them. Mm-hmm. You can't. You guys care to take a gander here at the last time the Vikings finished with three consecutive losing seasons. Well, in 2010 and 11, they went at back-to-back losing years, but then 2012, they popped up. It's got, it's the... I, I would bet. have to imagine, and it didn't... It's the 60s. Uh, it's going to be the 60s. Did 
Oh no, they were nine and they were nine and seven and looked like two thousand five. Yeah, the first I'll, hundred I'll and Denver always had them good. It's it's going to be the sixties. It is the first three years yeah. of their franchise's existence. Yep. As an expansion team, they went three and eleven, two and eleven, two eleven and one, and then five eight and one. That is the last time the Vikings finished below five hundred three consecutive seasons. That is nuts. Bud gets here in sixty seven, Phil, and look at, after that. Basically, the team with Bud starts to get on track, mm-hmm. and nineteen seventy hits, and they take off. There's only a like, there's a so there are bad years, but any extended period, there's not. It's crazy. There's even like if you just look at all right, let's lower the bar. How many times in franchise history have they finished with back to back losing seasons? Just just a couple of bad seasons in a row, and the answer is five all time. Two of them in the sixties. So only th- only three times since nineteen seventy have the Vikings finished with back to back losing seasons. So how do you not have a championship? That is nuts. How do you not have one championship? I, I like mean, how do you uh, not have that? Torturous to last even... thing. Um do you think ultimately that the more successful of these two quarterbacks will be Jimmy Garoppolo in San Francisco and that has a chance to become a dynasty or something uh very competitive for a long period of time, or Jared Goff with the Rams? Just you're, just quarterback, or yeah, do we talking Sean McVay and uh, Kyle Shanahan? That's fine too. But I'm just saying, if you had to put all your eggs in one in a 49ers or Rams basket, that's fine. Go with coaches too. Whoo boy, I would put because I'm not dismissing either of those things happening, but I'm not convinced that they have a good chance. I love Kyle Shanahan. I think. I mean, I love Sean McVay too. Like, if if you're saying, listen, who's the who would you want taking over for Mike Zimmer? Is, pick, is Sean McVay available? Is you got to pick one as your team of the decade potentially? San Francisco. Okay, I take San Francisco, and they're in the same division. So yeah, that's a tough one though. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say? Yeah, I, I would take Jimmy G. I I think Jared Goff is much more suited to the situation that he's in, and I think Jimmy Garoppolo has much more pure talent. Even though Jimmy G was what a second, third round pick, and Jared Goff was the first overall pick. I think Jimmy Garoppolo has tailored himself to have much more of a successful career than Jared Goff. He's also just better looking than Jared Goff. Oh, he's a good looking look, man. I have every good right to defend man. anyone whose last name is Goff, and I'm not going to do it. <laughs> Can you yeah, are, you guys like, are you guys relatives? No, and I can't tell you how many people like pointed that out, especially after that Rams 2018 Week 4 debacle. Like I called customer service a member for, for something I had, and they're like, oh, Declan Goff, you ready to Jared? What? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Judd, Judd never gets that, by yeah. the way. Zolgad. Zolgad, no. Can you guys imagine <laughs> if Garoppolo played for McVay? Like, the good-looking power there? Holy or what if, cow. What if, he, what if he played for, for the Cardinals? Cliff Kingsbury and oh! Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, it'd be off Bo- the charts. Both sitting in their white loafers inside of a nice Scottsdale one-level, one uh, 4,000-square-foot one-level home. Their own form of social distancing. I'm pretty sure, like the Cliff, the Cliff Kingsbury Instagram photo where he's sitting in his quarantine draft yep. setup. Yeah, that's great. That was like, it's like a nightclub. That was straight out of a GQ. Yeah. I think it was photo from GQ. session. I don't think it was. Oh, was it? I, I'm, I'm a little bit of joking, but I, I, oh. I think it is. Like it, it looked like it was a GQ ad. It didn't look real. Guys, that's how Kingsbury lives every day. Dude, wouldn't it be hilarious if Mike Zimmer reenacted that photo? Just, just sitting there in his ranch, white loafers. Oh my god, slick back hair. <laughs> All right, that's a wrap on this episode of Purple Daily. I'm Phil Mackey. That's Judd Zolgad, Declan Goff. We appreciate you hanging out with us. You can always help the show and help Score North by subscribing to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Score North. 
and by giving us a five-star rating and a positive review on the Purple Daily podcast feed. Apple is a great spot. We'll see you next time. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.